We'll save. We'll save the. No, no, yeah, yeah. We'll save it for the. Right, for why the we thing. have to record? <laughs> well, I mean, we could just hang out, but I, I, I feel it would be, you know, Seth gave us I'm his sorry. time, and oh, 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 Ricky, come back, come back. Oh, wait, we All started right. recording. My bad. Now we getting ready, cause leaving mine on for the time being. I don't give a f. You do what you want. There we go. I like this energy. You better do what you want. <laughs> All right, fine. If I better do what I want, <laughs> fine. Mm-hmm. We did. We did this. With, we did this with Gloria Lynn Henry on the show. She was in Phantasm Three. She played Rocky. Okay. filmmaker <laughs> the prestigious one tonight uh, i'm travis maxwell boone and this is the nightclub motherfucker that was uh rickles bringing us in because i'm a i'm fucking... steve harris <laughs> you can see by my name i'm steve harris i'm sorry sir mr steve harris is here that cosmic boy oi what's all this then i'm british mm-mm, mm-mm. you can't be british we said fuck them people are you, you a know, governor man? Are you? But but I'm Steve Harris. That's Trevor asking people if they governors. Uh, Trevor Jordan Blanchard from Fixie's Playground. Thank you for being here yeah, and, bud. Yeah, and for Trevor. asking everybody who comes into the fucking Discord if they're a governor. I love it. That's right. We got an audience at the moment of uh, Ethan Hawk and Amanda Lynn. Yeah, I'm totally Ethan Hawk. <laughs> oh, Ethan snaps Hulk, here. For Snap sure. is here, and our guest of honor tonight. Um, I found this fellow. On the socials, I was just, I was already following you, actually. And I, I, but the other day, I was scrolling around and I saw a trailer for an upcoming film. And I was just like, what in the fuck? So I hit, I hit this guy up. He's nice enough to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, edit. How do you want, what do you want your name to be? Just Seth? Oh, yeah, just Seth uh, or Seth, Seth Harris. Seth, like my, you know what? Just leave all this in. Leave all this in. This is great. This is hilarious. Like you can call me Seth Harris, but my whole thing is with the you know the STHHRS. I know everybody that ever meets me online is like, is it Sithers? I don't know how to. They always they always stop. They're like, time out. How do I say your name? Uh, but no, it just looks uh, badass with the you know it, it's like ascending and descending. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got like a really good visual vibe to it. So you can call me whatever Seth Seth Harris. I dig that. That's like your. It's like your sigil, man. Yeah, yeah. it's a symbol. Symbols, symbols last longer than language. So, I agree. That's why. Dope, and it's cosmic as fuck. Yeah, that's why I got the little the little moon man, and I've got Uh this this Uh new thing I've been using. It's it's our sigil. It's an N with an upside down cross, but Uh, it's a T and the little the little C at the bottom, and it's like a little. That's 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 how I feel. When I first saw your logo, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting that high contrast death metal from the '90s vibe, like For that sure. that black the black metal the those 
Euro bands that were like burning down buildings. <laughs> Ricky, right, tell right, tell right. them, tell them. That's it. No, that's exactly what we're going for, dude. We're nice, that. We're nice. that mission. We're, mission we're super necro. Yeah, yeah. We're super necro. We're them them low fi boys. <laughs> nice. See, snap. We've been we've been abiding by dirt law for a long time because the dead dwell within the earth. You better. <laughs> oh, yas queen. Dude, yeah, that, I, I dig that. So, ladies and gentlemen, Seth Harris, <laughs> filmmaker on Instagram. We're gonna have we're gonna have um all your socials and your website and all of that good stuff down in the description. Everybody, check that out. Um, check it out while you listen. If you're not driving, don't do don't do it <laughs> yeah. if you're driving. But um, yeah. but yeah, pull up his his official website right now and just just fucking check that shit out. You know what? Fuck it. Do it even if you are driving. No, no. It's worth it. no, it's not. It's not worth dying. Hey, okay. hey, don't do it while you're driving. Do it while you're at a stop sign. Okay. There you there go. There you go. There you some, go. Middle some, ground. Some people jack off and drive. So I guess this isn't any different. Hey, um, bro, don't judge me. I mean, wait, what? People do that? <laughs> I, I, fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> That's some concentration right there. Man. For sure. It's like you got to keep your foot on the accelerator unless you put it in cruise control and then you're just gliding for a while and you can yeah you know. but the, the, the zone you can't get in the zone you're like you got like all these dials and stuff <laughs> going on you're like checking yeah. lights how right. can you how can you focus Mm-mm. you gotta be careful because like if you're trying to like flick your nutsack you might actually <laughs> damn trevor you're getting rough on yourself trevor Damn, Trevor, you sound like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> well, you know. Thankfully, that is not what uh, Seth's film is like uh, or about. At least I don't think so, based on the trailer. No. Unfortunately, now, no. There's going to be a direct link to the trailer in the description as well. But let, let's let's go ahead and um, not bury the lead. This is what brought us to the dance tonight. This trailer for this film you have coming out, the imagery in it is so cosmic. Otherworldly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah thank you first off that's like a huge compliment some cosmic horror uh the the story that i'm i'm writing is should be done and in print by the end of the year at least version one i know i'm gonna like fiddle with it and try to uh perfect it and add to it so that's like the issue of why it's not out yet but I, i'm gonna at least issue something out at the end of this year and this the series the whole idea is for the the internet series to keep going forward because there's like this this weird hesitancy when you're like okay i'm gonna make an official film i'm gonna do it It, there's like all these reasons why uh like i'll I'll give myself of like well i gotta get this or that or whatever and so it just never ultimately comes to fruition with this format this like easy fast short clips like they're essentially everything has been uploaded in in trailer segments um the the reason i'm being well i a lot of my stuff is abstract but the reason it's like there's not a lot of the plot revealed is like i'm doing a bunch of kind of copyright related stuff getting that through the door and then like more of the beefier parts of the plot will start to be released on you know just on online but uh, I, I have fun making the these like short uh, things, but I, I'm definitely going to try to kind of aim for 10 minute episodes uh, installments soon. So you're doing it installment style. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. The book will be released the end of this year. I know this is like all com- I'm probably doing it way more complicated than I need to. I'm I'm releasing a book at the end of the year. 
uh, and then the like the series, like the internet stuff that's being posted, will continue. Uh, and and there's going to be a, like a complete uh, installment that you can watch, you know, for two hours. That will be like the the movie that I'm making now. At some point after that, there's going to be like the magnum opus film that's going to be actually filmed and you know studio work done on it so there's there's that on the horizon but i i'm like someone that procrastinates too much as it is so i've just got to i've got to make something and and this is what it ultimately is becoming oh dude i get it okay yeah so the project is just evolving as as time goes yeah basically basically. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm i'm used to that too this podcast is an evolution Uh, ricky ricky can attest uh, you know Trevor too, because Trevor's been listening from the start, and and T T Daddy has his own podcast um, called Fixie's Playground, where I think I would love to talk about. Um, well, fuck it. I mean, we can tonight because a lot of it is content you cover. You have a podcast as well. I, I don't want to just jump off the movie, but just to give our listeners a little, little content freak another. Yeah, dude, he he's all over the place. Like he's doing the goddamn thing. I had been following your page for a long time on Instagram just because of the vignettes and the art that you make. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Really dope. And Oh, well, thank you. When I saw this trailer and I saw the imagery, I'm like, dude, this guy is about to fucking just face, neck, and chest all over me. Like, yeah, let, <laughs> let, let's have it. Let's have it. Because we, we, we them cosmic boys. We love that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. And I do want to ask if you had a synopsis or premise for what this is that you could give out if you don't want to obviously ain't got to um but because i just see the imagery i see the guy going into the water in the cave i i see like whatever something falling towards earth from space i see this gigantic to tie with some little person at the bottom and i'm like what the fuck they got some guy holding this cup of urine that's fucking falling everywhere <laughs> i don't I, right, I don't know what right. it is but um, piss cup, bro don't judge him it's the piss cup. That boy's got to stay hydrated out in them deserts post-apocalyptica. That's what it looks like. It looks it looks apocalyptic, whatever whatever this is. So do you have a like a premise you could give or even just an inkling of an idea? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll do my best. Um, it kind of has to do with uh, data management. I mean, I know that sounds lame, but it, it uh, there's so much stuff that's just lost. Uh and the core the core story is a love story but it's uh not it's not exactly like the traditional love story there's the the core of it is a love story um set in a universe uh that uh, operates on its own laws and rules um and there are redundancies data loss and the the what people will do for love and and the lost potential data in in a um oh, how do i say it in a uh in a in a specific version of the universe they're in and what what links they'll go to and the um there are peripheral characters that um are there they come and they go um the journey is through the you're looking at one individual throughout then it shifts to another individual the dynamic between the two and then it shifts to another individual and uh and then has a a whole bunch of references to the front 
Uh, I, if you ask more specific questions, I can, I can, that's pretty much all I can do right now. Well, no. And it sounds, it sounds like it's a big concept in your head. Like, it sounds like you've got, you know, where the, so it's almost like picking through what do I say? How do I say it without giving this away or that away? At least that's, that's what it yeah. seemed like to me. Like you, you've got it. You've got this so much in your head. You had to sort sift through it just now. Like, okay, how do I break this fucking thing down? Um, without revealing anything <laughs> yeah yeah and that, that's that's always tricky like a summation without spoiling is a tricky thing to do um i want to shift gears though for a little bit just just so yeah. our listeners know this and this is also in the in the fucking uh show notes description whatever seth has a podcast i understand you have two um but i only well, have i'm a I, I have one and then I'm a co-host on another one. It's kind of like a group effort. And uh, I like, I like your team here. You guys got a good, uh, good round table of gentlemen here. Um, oh. The, the second one. Okay. So the first one is Seth Alkahest and basically everything that uh, Alkahest is an old alchemical word that has to do with the universal solvent that never really existed. It's, it's an idea um, but a universal solid that can break anything down into its its basic elements. Um, and so I needed a podcast to uh, somewhere where I could just rant about stuff I rant at so it doesn't affect my personal relationships. Um, and <laughs> that, that's that's where that came about. And then along the podcast journey, um, I met uh, some great guys, uh, uh, Alex, shout out Alex. And Clark over at That Stuff and Weird. And so we do kind of a collective um, podcast for different things. Like, for instance, have you noticed the whole thing recently about, uh, like, That Stuff and Weird, we kind of cover conspiracy topics, movies, random events, but it's it's kind of in the conspiracy vein. And, and I'll give you an example. Like, have you noticed that, uh, like, the entire just legacy news system is all talking about this <laughs> submarine where two guys like disappeared. All right. First off, there's people disappearing all the time for like all, always. And the, so these, these rich guys that like paid I, like 140 grand to go s- see the Titanic in a, in a makeshift, like weird <laughs> uh, submarine, all of a sudden every news outlet i was at the gym today and every it was like it was like fox news cnn msnbc uh local channels everybody was covering this stupid thing and it reminds me of when the um the the balloon thing like the entire country just stopped to talk about a stupid weather balloon or whatever shenanigans were going on with that i think they're distractions and those are the kind of things we we handle in that stuff and weirds podcast on all major platforms i didn't know about the these uh podcasts and i'm gonna go follow them but because i'm into it thank you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well maybe we can have some of you guys on sometime it'll be fun oh Uh, that would be fun i'm down if i come on i've got a topic travis comes on he's gonna be tripping because y'all gonna have to tell him to shut the fuck up (laughs) no they won't i've heard their show i've heard welcome it yeah he's (laughs) he's cool with all that because i've got a topic i want to talk about you want to talk about the old world Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the mud floods. Oh, yeah, but... There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk Tartaria. I want to talk the flat realm. I want to talk electromagnetic energy. All that shit. Yeah, um, zero point, dude. But back back to what you were saying. This submarine thing. It's 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 gotten to the point now where I can j- literally just look at a story and be like, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, yeah. distraction. This is not yeah. really what we need to even be worrying about at all right now. Yeah. And and when you dig into it, it makes no fucking sense. 
Um, yeah, it's kind of like when it's kind of like when the uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Epstein's list uh-huh. was going to be revealed in court, and then uh-huh. all of a sudden, the news does this song and dance. It's like, look at this thing! Look at this thing! Uh, all the people that own all the companies we work for are on the list. Like everybody knows that. First off, right? Like every political leader, every every person that owns any giant corporation they're they're all on this list they they go down get their funds on at some random island uh and then and then recently i've been hearing talks that there's another compound of epstein's that they've that they're looking into in nevada and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about this titanic submarine where two guys died and, and it's all they can talk about for like two or three days it's crazy that and went back when the balloon thing happened and this is just me being a little conspiracy speculator freak. Back when the balloon thing happened, I was like, ah, this is NASA telling us that they put satellites on balloons. It's basically <laughs> yeah. the it's basically a way to say, hey, this is what we do. Yeah, anyway. But I don't know what you just know, but what you just said alludes to like, okay, um, like they're they're telling you what they do. First off, there's like these uh, these families and, and different pockets of money and power that absolutely believe crazy things. Say what you will about Alex Jones and all that, but he's he's a sweetheart. And, and uh, I, you know, he's the kind of voice that I love to fall asleep to. It's just amazing. Chuddle the Sam is fucking throwing up and quitting the goddamn. He'll never listen again. But you know what? I'm, so, I'm sorry, Sam. Frodo! No, Sam. Go back, Sam! I'm going to Mordor alone. Of course you are. And I'm coming with you! You can't swim! Sam! What you guys were talking about when I tuned into your show? Oh, by the way, we have another uh, audience, maybe participator. Uh, for Hole is here. Beans, Beans is here. What up? I was really like the first episode I started on was the Tartaria episode when y'all talk mm-hmm. about because I've I've kind of like like everything I get into. I'm the I'm the asshole that you alluded to earlier that pushes it down my friend my friend's throats. <laughs> I, I try to. Um I can't help myself. It's because I'm passionate about stuff and sometimes I just go a little too too far. But um I got into this Tartaria. It started with the uh the world's fairs, like learning about yeah. the world's fairs. Um I think yeah. Sam Tripoli had Howdy McCuskey or McCuskey on his show. And he had written a book about this. And when he goes into the World's Fairs, and I started Googling some of the shit he's talking about, obviously the dates are what the dates are. But when they talk about what they did in every city, how much money they lost here and I there. Was born at, I was born at one of the World Fairs, bro. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're a, you're an incubator baby? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. You fucking inheritor. Um, yeah, bro. <laughs> we're all inheritors. But all of that shit. Is, I'm a little is, inheritor freak. That's what gets me going, though, is is it's the out of place people in the weird settings. You look at these grand structures and then these people all wearing the same little suits and same little dresses with horses and buggies. And I'm just like, 
this is weird. Yeah. Now that I'm yeah, looking at it and thinking weird. about it, this is weird. Yeah, it's all the photos weird. where nobody's in the streets. Like, it's just empty streets. Everything's blank. It's like, okay. Huh. The fuck is that? But I, I won't. They, I, they were all at work, bro. <laughs> I won't stay on that subject because y'all covered it. Um, but, dude, that's what got me into your show. And, yeah, y'all don't shy away from talking about, like, I, I, I respect the freedom of speech that, that you have on, on, on that podcast. Oh, oh, now he's trying to act like we censor him. Bro, I see what you fucking doing. <laughs> Shut, dude. What? I see what you're doing now, bro. Oh, I'm reading between the lines. I'm not I'm not smart either, but I'm smart enough to see that, bro. I censored myself on that. Uh, it was Dune's Cantina Volume 3. I'm fucking with him now, bro. I'm fucking with him. <laughs> no, but I censored myself because I, I put in the John Lennon song, um, watching the wheels go round and round. Cause it, it's like I'm an I'm a doofus on my little merry-go-round. Me and Grindhouse are just arguing about this shit because Grindhouse is like there's no way. There's no way that all this is, you know. And I'm in the middle. Like, like me, I'm like, sure. Like, all that, all the conspiracy stuff sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want it to be true. Like, in a way, but I just, I don't know. I just <laughs> don't know. So, I treat it all like nothing, nothing's real and nothing matters. That's kind of how I look at everything. It's so, I mean, at least you won't get hurt that way. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's like the, that's the world world can't hurt you as much, at least. Oh, it does a good enough job all of all its own. So I don't <laughs> Well Well the the thing, uh Travis, what you were saying about um uh if I could wheel back real real fast, you were saying like they're they're telling you. And and the interesting thing about that, and the reason I bring up Jones is because uh the one of the things that was extremely interesting that he has done, there's two actually. One was when he went to the, um, you know, what is it called? Uh, that Grove, um, Bohemian. where they're all talking to Moloch. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Yeah. There we go. So Moloch, when, that owl boy. Mo- Moloch, boy. Yeah. So when Moloch wants doing... the children's bloods. <laughs> right. But, that, but that's the thing. Whether or not he was let in or, or there's all this fuss about how he actually got that footage. The, the real thing is uh let in or not your the world leaders and heads of corporate entities are are completely dressing up in robes and uh talking to an owl effigy with fire <clears throat> like and and then they come across as like oh no they're these transparent people and you know you just there's a democracy and so you vote them in and blah 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 blah, blah. Do, do that's you re- the issue with me do you recall who did the narration during the the effigy Oh, uh, wasn't it one of the bushes? <laughs> no, no, it was um Walter Conkright. Oh, whoa, old yeah. news guy. Yeah, he was there. Oh, and he was he, doing... he's the one that he's the one that was like President Kennedy has been shot today. The president has been shot. Yeah. Yeah. Arr, hey, arr, what, arr. We, we just all need to start talking like like them. You know? Welcome with, to the with night pauses club. with we pauses and weird inflections in our Seth voice with us tonight. <laughs> Seth has made a film called leviathan or he's Thanks, making travis <laughs> i'll take it from here well leviathan uh, yeah see that, that was a little great. bit of obama right there i, I was gonna say you yeah, saw obama <laughs> dude <laughs> do that again hold on everyone calm down say welcome to the nightclub but say it like obama welcome to the nightclub see i see once you once you try you can't you can't Damn get it. it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It wasn't bad though. It wasn't hold bad. On. Welcome to the nightclub. Yeah. 
Welcome listen. to the nightclub. <laughs> oh, yeah. there we go. He did yeah. it. He did it. There we it's go. Gonna... Thank you, ex-president Obama. <laughs> well, Trevor, but, Trevor okay. he was your president. We're coming up in the world. Yeah, yeah, we got no, we have I, I we're like Mark Maron. We're like Mark Maron over here. We got fucking Barack Obama on the goddamn show, son of Seth Harris, uh, Sam Harris. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 I'm gonna finish this point. So okay. you were saying that they but they they let they let you know. Mm-hmm. So then there's so you know you see all that stuff with the Moloch owl and all this whatever, but uh, the the reigning theory is that these particular powerful families entities whatever you want to call them are but totally believe this stuff they think that okay if we're going to announce to them like predictive programming if we're uh if we're going to announce to them that we're going to uh kill a quarter of the world's population and they don't and they go along with it and they don't try to stop us then we can do it that's the way they believe with their families and their blood rituals and blah 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 blah. so the idea is is like okay uh, a good example. Let's get really controversial here. Well, let's let's go adrenochrome. Like when 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 yeah. uh, you go when you go down the Disney rabbit hole and they're and they're showing you a movie, a predictive programming movie that came out in the mid two thousands about uh, harvesting energy from children in their peak condition, being afraid. You got to scare those little kids. And what? And then the idea with adrenochrome is like an, an abhorrent amount of adrenaline running through the blood of young children, and then they do whatever the fuck they do. And with I, that. I, I love this movie too. That's the fucked up part, and its sequel. I thought its sequel was actually well prequel, but I thought it was pretty good. Right, right, right. Sorry, but, this yeah. movie? he hasn't said it yet. I'm just saying oh. I know what he's talking about. Oh, Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the idea of predictive programming or you, or the Simpsons and all that stuff or whatever. The idea is that the the powers that be are telling you and like all and, and make no mistake, all the same people own all the media you consume, all Dude. the all, all all the apps that that rewire your brain to function with that user interface, they control how that user interface goes, how your brain wraps around that, the movies, the music you consume, all of it. And then they have the political leaders behind all of that. And it's just a giant, ridiculous show. Dude. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Say your thing. Because that's, that, that's, that's how I actually, I feel like this is all a big stage and it's a, yeah. all a big illusion and it's all a big show. Dude, I was in the grocery store not too long ago, and I almost had like an, an insane panic attack because I was just like in a uh, in a in a hallway full of multiple colored shelves and this and that, and and it was just like this this unending thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, you you went into the grocery store back rooms. That's where yeah, you there were. we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you you were saying a second ago though, like oh fuck, I had it, I had it. Oh, it's leaving. Damn it's back. leaving. Yeah. Well, you it was right before you were like it there's six companies you said. It's gone, girl. No, no, no. What was right before the six companies? Oh, oh, you mean the 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 families, the political leaders, the predictive programming in the media and the apps you consume. Mm-hmm. Uh music, uh, etc. You yeah. It's it's it, just a giant show. That's all my point was. It was, it was a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole world's a stage, bro. Regardless of what you believe, you you can't really deny that the whole world's a fucking stage. I mean, we literally elect we literally elect 
fucking reality TV show people that, to be president now. So that's what I, that's what I was thinking of. Thank you, Ricky. You made me think of it because remember when the Simpsons before this happened in the Simpsons before it happened in real life to a fucking T. Trump walks up to the ex- escalator. He's going down the escalator. Someone's holding a sign. Then the sign falls and falls to the side. Later, after this aired, the same exact thing happened in reality. Like a fucking the, – the actual framing of the shot, the, the way the sign fell, the timing of it all, exactly 100% the same, and no one talks about it. No one talks about this shit. You can yeah. you, you, YouTube this. It's on YouTube. Yeah. What is this? Is this a fucking – is this the Matrix or like – um? hold on one second. Uh yeah, beans, hop on in. Yeah, at any point, if someone has something to say, hop on in and say it. Whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all good. You don't have to just stay in the chat. Just be mindful of background noise. I'll try not to have my cats like meow too loudly. <laughs> oh, that's fine. We're all right with cat <laughs> the cats. Noise. Yeah, cat noise. I don't know, is fine. man. They get pretty loud. No, but I was gonna say, but. It's interesting that you say that nobody talks about it because I feel like everybody talks about these things now. I think that we have gotten so wrapped up now in society that we're at this point where we all are sitting here just enjoying the spectacle in a sense. You know, like we're part of it. Like we're enjoying it. We thrive off of it. We fucking feed off of it. Like (laughs) there's always something new coming that ties into the previous one in some way, shape or form. You know what I mean? I wish you would have been here. I do know what you mean. And I feel like, I feel like it's very, I think, I feel like it's very intentional. Yes. Yeah. That goes back to what Seth was saying and, and how I feel, I feel the same way uh, that it's all a stage. But I wish you'd have been here, um, Beans, for a minute ago. We were saying that Seth brought up that the submarine narrative that's happening right now. And, oh, boy. <laughs> and potential- I also want to say, too, I think, though, look, I know it happened and it's real for some folks out there. But I'm wondering what this fire shit was and why yeah. was New York City orange? That was and strange. Did you see the video of the guy that took the satellite imagery and showed that all three fires started at the exact at the same, same time? time. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that, but look, Beans knows that shit. Beans, yeah. what you following over there? Go no, listen, I'm all up in this kind of stuff. No, so when it comes to the fire thing, I think it's also very telling that like I want to say a week or two before it happened, or maybe even a month. I'm not quite certain on the time frame. But 60,000, right, pounds, I want to say, of ammonium nitrate just went missing in California. Oh, yeah. Whoa. We're going to have another train derailment? What? No, okay. it just went missing. It just wasn't accounted for. I have oh. to ask because, again, I, I stated earlier I'm dumb, and I really don't know what is the significance of ammonium nitrate. So ammonium nitrate makes things go boom. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay it's Lots it's what it's what down. it's what they say the the oklahoma bombing was but yeah I don't think so oh okay okay well i didn't know that but that's another story too that that's another like again the train derailment happened and it seemed like trains were derailing everywhere and that was the story that we're going to run with for the fucking nation for mm-hmm. like a, a month and what was the other one? Oh, the balloons, the satellites, the balloons, and and all that weirdness. And, and the metal sh- orbs. I, I didn't hear about the metal orbs. 
Really? Okay, so now there's like, well, not now, but like, I want to say in the last two years, there's been a ridiculous amount of counts of shiny metal orbs just zipping around through the atmosphere, um, low enough to where like people are seeing them. And it's pretty crazy. Like some of the videos, you really have to wonder if it's like, actually real and not hmm. cgi you know because you're just like oh my god and the fact that so many people have reported um seeing it i mean the videos are like everywhere so i'm really shocked that you haven't seen it yeah i haven't i don't see like i'll be honest and and some of y'all know this from being in the discord i don't get to keep up with half the stuff i used to because my life's a little chaotic and lately i've for been sure. yeah i've been scrambling you're a little chaos freak for sure Chaos rains, but I don't like it when it rains on me. <laughs> uh, not, not in this way. Um, but I've been so busy and I'm I'm so behind on certain things. What's been cool though is while I'm door dashing, I get to listen catch up on a lot of podcasts. I'm not gonna lie. The majority of my listening has been 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff. I love that wrestling behind the scenes shit. That's just my jam. But also Seth's Alkahest has been on my rotation. Uh, when Trevor dropped that fixies, I was on that, that shit hardcore. One. Yeah, dude. T Rev, um, to to break away from my fucking tangent, we ain't got your thoughts on any of this shit, my friend. I mean, I, I believe that there's a bunch of fucking conspiracies, but I also believe that there's just so much shit to sift through that you're never gonna know the details and probably not gonna find out the reasons behind it. So, yeah. you be there's only so much energy I can I can put towards it. You know, that's right. fair. Well, I know. Well, I know you get political, and especially like on Fixie, sometimes there's political topics, and we've gone there before. And uh, I, maybe, maybe not entertain every conspiracy because if if a new one comes along, I will do that. I will entertain it for a minute. But um, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. We've had we've had Trump conversations before, and yeah. um, that that's 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 a little bit, I guess, where I'm leaning towards because there's that that conspiracy narrative out there where Trump is a savior person. Um, and the points they make and the things he did do as president when he rounded up a bunch of fucking pedophile rings and the media did not cover it. That's one of the things that I look at and I'm like, you know what? This guy could be a clown fuck. Okay. Whatever. He could be a piece of shit human being all day long. Mm -hmm. But if you did do something to stop some shit like that, I had a, I, I, I thought about this the other day. I forget where this came from, but I was. I had a posed question, or maybe it was self-imposed. What would I do if I had all seven Dragon Balls? What wish would I make? (laughs) And I was torn between either time traveling to fix mistakes or wishing for a lot of money. Right now, in this moment of clarity, I say inebriated. I am. Money. Money. (laughs) I would would choose to end the suffering suffering of children. That would be my wish. well, that's pretty good. <laughs> he said boring. It's good, but I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. But you got to put it a little bit good. more thought into it, man. If you have a wish that could give you anything, I, I think would what wish... I would do. Hold on, my wish All would right, be to control good. the outcome of any situation. Oh, that's my wish. Personal, oh. or are you flooded with an influx of all situations? Yeah, no, you're trying, no, 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 no. You're, like like on Bruce Almighty when he's just getting all no, the email no. prayers. So I mean, oh, kind no. of, but like, but the point is, is any situation I choose to control the outcome of, I can. So like, let's say I'm like, you know what? I want to like kill all the pedophiles, and I just throw a rock, and somehow <laughs> I control the outcome of that rock, killing all the pedophiles in the world. Trevor, right. I, I, I have a similar you. thing. 
I want I want the power to, <laughs> to be able save. to send anyone into space. You can do that. As they are. You as can just kick your foot and, and control the outcome of that kick to send whoever you want into space. I'm just So I'm just like like You're I controlling like the outcome you. of you any go, situation you want. You yeah. go to Venus right now. You are banished. <laughs> you are banished and, 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 to the core that, of Jupiter. You can solve every problem that you have, money, um, world peace, hunger. Make For a sure. sandwich, control the outcome of the sandwich, it feeds everybody. I would probably be a bastard about it though. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> let's 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 take uh Trevor just blew my mind. <laughs> it's so Let's it's such, it's such a general to, wish. We're gonna send someone it's so like general. Jupiter, bro. <laughs> it's this... general, but you can be very specific with it. That's exactly. Why I like it's it. it's so general that it can be applied to anything. Yes, exactly. And that's the kind that's, of wish you want to make brilliant. if you have a witch, right? That's yeah. wh- that's why the wish master keeps fucking people up. Someone's like, played mm-hmm. someone's played a lot of D and D and used the wish spell. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My favorite. Okay, we're gonna roundtable this real quick. How many people play D anD D? Yeah, Me. I have played. I wouldn't say I'm a player. Right. Where? Well, yeah, but, played. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beans, have you played D anD have tried two different campaigns, and I just can't get into it. I don't know if it's like the person that is, you know, um, the DM or it what. Is. But I just, I can't. I'm gonna try. It's so hard. It's, it's the it's it's the it's the atmosphere. 100%. It's, it's something with the group, yeah. Because yeah. it's if you're around the right people, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a question for for the folks who want to answer this favorite spell. Wish. Let me think about it. No, no <laughs> he's like, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm gonna I, say I have not memorized the spells. I'm gonna well, nor have I, but from memory, I'm gonna say entangled because it's it causes chaos. And I love casting uh, it. And me and Isaac used to laugh our asses off when we we'd walk into like a tavern. And the, and Ricky was DMing. Uh, and he's trying to uh, like set a scene and do something. And me and Isaac start giggling. And we just cast Entangle. And there's fucking vines and crazy <laughs> shit growing everywhere. And fucking yeah, because that third edition Entangle was nuts. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> shit worked. So real quick though, back to like the whole super powerful human beings that are pulling the strings behind the scenes how terrifying and low-key kind of exciting but also very horrific would it be to actually meet one of those individuals would you shake their hand maybe out of fear (laughs) (laughs) maybe out of fear What's um, the give me a situation it depends why 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 are we do i have one of my ak's no you're not Okay, well, no, then, yeah, not. maybe okay, out of so fear. Let's just say that, I don't know, you're on a business trip and you're casually sitting at the hotel bar. And then out of nowhere, this person sits beside you. And you don't know who they are, but you know who they are because of how everybody is acting around them. So it could be and like for George whatever Soros. reason, they strike up a conversation with you. I would speed uh, dial Alex Jones right away. <laughs> I <don't> um, <laughs> Ooh, could you like secretly record them and be like, "What's your take on this?" and try to get them like some some obscene them to say something obscene and and use it for blackmail and get money or something? Can you uh, do that? Get or... money, get money. Mm, I don't know. We're still is talking about probably the if they're if they're as powerful as you say, they'll probably just put you in a trash compactor by morning, and and no one will ever remember you. <laughs> or they'll just sign like a super make you sign like a super crazy NDA. 
Nah, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't want any business dealings with uh, any nefarious types. It sounds like a bad <laughs> idea. I would just avoid. I would just what pretend like I didn't know who they were. Of money? For what? I, I, I'm still pretending like I have no idea who George Soros is at this point. I'm at the <laughs> bar. I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, what if they're ha- happy offer- making, rounding up Jews? What? What if they're extent? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George Soros is on video saying that the that the happiest time of his life, it was happy making, was when he helped the Nazis uh, round up Jewish families to uh, when they were doing all the gold trains and stuff. This he's on a sixty wow. he's on a sixty minutes interview talking about it, and he's Jesus like, Christ. "I didn't really know I was a child, but it was all happy making." And it's like, "Happy what, making? What are you, talk- <laughs> what are you talking about?" <laughs> It's like you're an adult now. I want to make a production company called Happy Making, and we just make fucked up, (laughs) fucked up episodes. Oh look, Beans is here. Beans, I like your lighting. You're very bullshy right now. It's It's dope, right? You got got some color out of space. (laughs) It's the color out of space. It's bullshy. It's Suspiria. It's Suspiria. Yeah. Hell yeah. Seth, step your game up, man. There's like there's like ten Seths in here. You that's why that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to make a comment like we all been doing this the whole time. Yeah, but I no, I've been watching. It's been slowly evolving. I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I would totally look that up on your YouTube channel, but you gotta make you gotta get on that, man. You gotta you these these uh highlight clips. Yeah. I've got I've well, I'm especially because the- you have YouTube Shorts now. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. and and, I, and, and, and we the got, we got beefcake appeal. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, we're always just not wearing shirts and shit. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, hey guys, I'll be right back. My goose is cooked. Carry on. Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? His goose is cooked. It's cooking a goose. <laughs> Here is the food. Food's oh. ready. It's literally oh. goose. <laughs> okay. Oh nice. wow! You son of a bitch. Nice. All right. Um, so we will carry on then. All right. We we one man with one testicle takes on a keyboard. Fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's how my cabin in the woods story starts. <laughs> really? <laughs> it is uh, now. <laughs> like this is a break right now, by the way. This small break. When Ricky comes back, I'll resume. Yeah. So if cool. anyone has to go take a tinkle or grab a drink, I go get my nicoderm. Yeah, man. What's nicoderm? It's like a uh, patch. It's, it's, the, it's the, the tobacco patch to, to quit smoking. And I'm smoking my ass off on here. Yeah, I'm you smoked that, that ass off. Oh, oh no, ass. You probably really made him want to. You smoked it all off. What you want me to tell you? I've got a. I've, I've got. No, you to, smoked it off. I've got you a. Smoked behind. your ass off. No, no you smoked your ass off. Mm-mm. I'm just joking. I'm not Hank Hill. <laughs> He has a booty. It's not like mine, but like Brother, he has a booty. Hank ain't got no, no. There's a whole episode dedicated to how Hank ain't got no booty. No, I'm talking about you, T Boo. Oh, I'm no, saying Am- you have a booty. No, it's not oh, like my booty. No, you got you got ass for days. Yeah, cause, yeah. You know, I got the donkey dog. Yeah, you got that donkey ride. Such a great show. <laughs> I am. Oh, show. oh, I thought you were talking about ours. <laughs> was so oh, happy. this is a great show too. No, King of the Hill is a 10 out of goddamn 10. If I ever make it oh, to yeah, the hill levels, I'm going to be so ecstatic. I think I'll... Wait, no, that ain't... Oh! I think I'll do... Well, no, I'm not doing it right. Hold on. 
you were good for a little while. Well, I think I do a pretty good, Hank. I, I, I try my yeah. best. I, I tell hey, you, there you go. I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> I need to list. I need to listen. Like if I listen to Hank, I can do his voice better than than that. But I gotta listen to him for a while. Dude, that's still oh, very close. Takes me out every single time. Whoa! <laughs> stop playing the video games, Whoa. Bobby. Boy. Stop playing your goddamn video games, Bobby. Please, Mister Hill. Loud is not allowed. What the? Loud is not allowed. Now you listen to me, mister. I work for a living. And I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. I provide the people of this community with propane and propane accessories. Oh, when I think of all my hard-earned tax dollars going to pay a bunch of little twig boy bureaucrats like you, it just makes me want to... Oh, oh, God, it just... Hi. Honey... Bring me my BC headache powder and a glass of water. We've talked filmmaking, we've talked podcasting, we've talked some conspiracies, but the nightclub is ultimately. Ooh, and we should talk some music too. Let's let's let let's table no. that t- towards the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is primarily a horror podcast in the horror realm, whether that be fiction, nonfiction, horrific shit, dark shit, whatever. We're all here for it, right, Seth? How did you get into horror? Um, well, like, I mean, I could go back to my childhood. Uh, and maybe since you guys are horror uh, movie aficionados, maybe you can help me identify this one scene that very much bothered me when I was a kid. Uh, I was in the den and there was something on TV. Uh, it was like a, I guess my sister was watching something anyway. Um, I snuck down and was like watching and there was this guy that came out of a burning plane fuselage and um, he leaned down into a puddle to look at his reflection and his whole face was all burnt and leathery and he and I think some of his hair was singed on fire and he just started screaming and screaming Um, and I don't know what movie that's from it was I was on TV most likely. Uh, I, I have no idea where it came from. But anyway, that, for a while there, I was terrified. Of, of My parents had this old pipe organ in the house. And there Whoa. was like this weird uh, cubby that went inside. The cats would always go. That would be their place to go hide because it was like super secure. But I always thought that the fireplaces and uh, inside the pipe or- organs cubby, uh, there would be like this leathery faced man screaming so that always bothered me. So I guess that would probably like, that's like my earliest memory of it, like watching something horrific. And then, you know, I could go down the, I mean, I know this sounds like so basic, but I absolutely love the shining. I it's like ASMR to me because oh, it's yeah. not, yeah it's, yeah, it's not just the, it's like the atmosphere. Like, I don't know about you, but I could totally live in that kind of place and be, t- I'd be f- so fine. Oh, the isolation. I would live I in would room 237. I would just go in there with that old yeah. lady and hug yeah. her and be like, girl, I got you. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's having a bad day. She mm-hmm. did. So, but yeah, the I mean, The Shining was like a big deal because I remember seeing, see, my background is mainly like sci-fi. That's like probably my favorite genre. Uh, so I obviously saw 2001. And I remember being like so blown away by that. 
Mm-hmm. I, I had to look up all the other Stanley Kubrick stuff, and The Shining was, you know, the main one. Have you and heard Correlative so Learning talk about 2001 uh, on no, YouTube? Explain it. Correlative? Go, yeah, Correlative Learning on YouTube. It's a YouTube okay. channel. Go watch him. Go seek out his video. He explains why it's a cosmic horror movie. Oh. Yeah, and, but... and I love it for that because, yeah, dude, but... when I was a kid, and I encourage everyone here who's who's segue in comment comment on everything we're talking about when i was a kid i watched uh the first what is it like a half hour or 45 minutes of 2001 i was flipping through the channels back then flipping through the channels and i came across this show and i'm like what is this movie and these apes are fucking looking dope (laughs) as shit and and amazing and i'm like whoa this movie looks old but it looks fucking fresh yeah. And I, and I got sucked into the narrative of these eight tribes fighting over a water hole. Didn't know what I was watching. I had no clue who Stanley Kubrick was, what where this movie was going. Whenever they fucking transition from the bone flipping through the air to a fucking satellite floating through space and then you get the international space station and you get everything, whatever whatever's whatever their shit is and the music and and I'm just sitting there like I'm 10, 11, 12, whatever I was just like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Awesome. And it just sucked me in, man. Like that. And since then, that's been one of my favorite movies of all time. And when that strong suck, that strong suck, (laughs) cause I was, I was, I was beyond the event horizon for this one. I was getting spaghettified by this movie. Um, sure. After learning, well, through uh, the guy that does qualitative learning, after after okay. learning his perspective on how this could be a cosmic horror film, totally there. So I I don't mean to derail. Just two thousand one no. is, is like yeah yeah it is it is. I day. mean I mean the thing about cosmic horror is it's probably I mean it's very it's a very truthful medium because ultimately we live in a um uh, a universe that's uh uh indifferent to your existence at all like you're you're we we kind of we have all of these constructs um that are all of these safety nets that that provide us some level of false security against the inevitable danger death etc and uh i mean cosmic horror is just like the 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 rawness about it i mean uh, a supernova in 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 a, a very close star cluster could completely wipe us out tomorrow and and it's like the universe sneezing and it's like we just you know what i mean so those kind of movies are just so fun but it's also the the when it gets into horror i like ritual uh ritual and humans meld really really well uh we, we can't really do anything without symbology or ritual um, and so like those kinds of, of movies with that essence are always just fun. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, I mean, if you walk throughout your life, I mean, you can see ritual everywhere. It, even people that don't drink anymore, they have the mocktail book and they have the glasses and the different things they're going to mix because people miss the ritual of actually drinking, even though they're not doing it anymore. It, ever, it, rituals everywhere. Uh, but when it comes to like cosmic horror, I- I'll-, I'll tell you where, like, cause my favorite movie of all time is the original matrix. It's, it's just because it, what you were saying, uh, that kind of pivotal point where you saw 2001, 
I, I was born in 89. So like I was like 10 ish when I saw the matrix and that movie yeah. just blew the back of my mind. Oh, open. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause mm-hmm. I had, to, I, I remember it was, it was TiVo'd my friend TiVo'd it, uh, but it was, I had to keep, <laughs> and, and then, so I could take it home. I had, it had to be transferred to VHS but I, oh. I remember kept, I kept rewinding it and rewinding it to because I, I could not wrap my 10 year old brain around like him taking a pill and disconnecting and then he, the phone. And then all of a sudden he's in like this red goo in this ser- like this server farm. Um, that was just utterly mind blowing. I probably wouldn't be the same person today if I hadn't seen that movie. Uh, and that got me down like the rabbit hole of like, you know, there, that movie's built on a billion allegories like Plato and, mm-hmm. and the cave and, and just all of it. But but g- wrapping it back into horror, my second favorite um, uh, movie of all time is Mandy by Panos Cosmatos. Oh, oh, wow. yeah. And that's that's what your trailer for Leviathan gave me the vibes. of, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, OK, so I don't you probably have seen the first film Beyond the Black Rainbow. Nope. Which, oh, yeah. I yeah. Haven't. So it's beautiful. I haven't. I've been yeah. trying to get that boy to watch it. I you got to see it. I know. Be- I know. Because because it's it's the theory is that it's all in the same universe. It's it's different stories in the same place. Oh, I love um, that. I love lore. I love the lore. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you like horrific uh, ritual, I mean, uh, the Beyond the Black Rainbow has that Bef- in spades. Before we oh, go yeah. on to Mandy, before we go on to Mandy, I want to point out like that's. I love folklore. I love the tying in the witchery. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, if you look in the nightclub symbol, I've got like sigils in the inn right there. I've got things going on. And our reviews are called Midnight Rituals because we're mm-hmm. doing the ritual. We're getting together at night to have our brews and, and stir the cauldron and talk about this shit. Like, that's that's yeah. what it is. Bean's start- got that Mandy energy right now, too. Yeah. yeah. With that light. She's she is Suspiria. She's 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 uh, that Suspiria girl right now. She's Madam Suspirium right now. We're living in a material world, and she's a Suspiria girl. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but just all that to say. But that's why. So the Matrix also it plays heavy in my influence because me and my yeah. father watched the Same. Matrix. I was young as fuck too when I saw the Matrix in theaters yeah. with my dad. And dude, like, I think my dad and I and Benji, who came watch it, like, we ended yeah. up going watch it again the next day. Yeah, because we nice. were all so confused that we wanted to go see it again and try to figure it the fuck out. Mm. And like, dude, like, that's bro, it's a ten. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, it's just a ten. It, it's I know it's it's so great. Beans. Oh yeah, boy, it's a fucking ten, boy. <laughs> That well, I can't leave that in because we didn't. That's not part it's of fine. it. Don't, I know, yeah, I, I mean, know, it's all good. I'm just saying, but I love that you did it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm, doing it. I'm leaving it in. Putting um, you to work. Leave that part in. I'm too. leaving it in. I'm leaving <laughs> it in. Beans. Leave it in a long time, baby. I do. Uh, beans. <laughs> <laughs> what is your history with horror film? How did you get into horror movies? And and also, I want to say too, first time on the show, thank you for being here. Like for yes. reals, it's awesome when we have new people come on. That's why we had Seth on. I'm so happy Trevor's here. Ricky's a given, and I loves it. But I loves it too that you're here. 
no, thanks. I appreciate that. That's really nice. Um, what I was saying, I guess for me, what did it was books. Like I'm a really big reader. So I was like, I don't know, 10 years old and I started reading The Regulators by Stephen King mm. and Desperation. And those books sucked me in so hard and they, I will never forget it. And then I read Gerald's Game and I was like, oh, I shouldn't be reading this. Gerald's Game is a team. Gerald's Game Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I read that stuff very young and I was so impressionable. And then like, I just remember watching tales of the crypt too with my great with my grandmother the one that i was telling y'all that lived in louisiana mm-hmm. was like her favorite favorite show so she was always watching it i just remember like you know he's like Rrr, you know <laughs> that's a dope <laughs> granny you thanks yo yeah dope ass granny yeah, yeah she was amazing she's the woman that like wakes up has a you know glass of scotch on the rocks from the time that she gets out of bed to the time that she goes down and a cigarette in her mouth oh yeah she's that still is alive dope. that yes. grammy's, that grammy's my kind of woman and i am just like all right you know so she's she's a, <laughs> was an incredible lady um she is an incredible lady but yeah you know just having that i think reading that so young and just being really hooked into the book was like oh my god this is amazing um and seeing films like okay so like 28 days later will forever be my all-time favorite zombie movie. I don't care what anybody says. Nice. <laughs> like, oh, that for soundtrack sure. It's a great one. Amazing. Just like the feeling that you got when all the zombies were running and you could flash over to his camera and you're, he's like, oh, shit, you know? And just like the whole hype of the whole movie was continuous. It was amazing. And all the better you know and it's so gritty looking too which yes it has such a good atmosphere with like the gritty shots of all the empty streets and shit and even just like the the hue of the picture because you know it's got that bluish tint to it so Mm -hmm. it just made it that much more like eerie You, you are in this like large city and it is a ghost town and you just hear all these sounds and then the music it was perfection so i would say that that's definitely what got my foot in the door with horror. Nice. Wasn't that the first one that 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 had zombies actually extremely fast? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. That was the most important thing because before then, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to right. you know, and then this one's like, nope. The Dawn of the <laughs> Dead remake had zombies that would like run, I believe, but they weren't like all like fast like that. Fast. That was scary. But I do think that we established this on, on the episode when we covered Dawn 04. I think we did. I'm only, I, I don't know. But I think 28 days later came out first oh did it okay i think i think so that's did. probably why dawn 04 mm-hmm. had some fast zombies too well mm-hmm. well zach well i won't take away from zach though he did that shit like oh, that zach was... snyder snack zider's snack snack zider yeah snack zider's a g snack zider snack zider snack snack i'm gonna eat that boy hey i will eat that boy i'll add that boy add him oh got him i got him add up boy <laughs> so uh t revs i know i know we're we're like like doing but the round tables but you ain't been on in a long time give us your yeah. introduction steph, to have you Fuck seen suspiria that. i'm sorry trev steph have you seen suspiria <laughs> no i haven't what is that you, 
You should. You should watch it. It's a beautiful. Suspiria. It's a beautiful fucking film about witches, and it's Italian, and it's gorgeous, and the we lighting co- behind we, you. Is we covered it. The movie, we covered it. Like the lighting behind the movie. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. You, you said it's Suspiria. Yeah. Earliest memories. One was X Files, Scholar and Moldy. Uh, yeah, Scholar and Moldy. Yeah. <laughs> name, We're all fucking it up Didn't. tonight. Hell yeah! Scared shitless by any one of those episodes. Um, that fluke man boy. The the, the black goo booty. episode was one of them. The black goo. Yeah, the black shuttle goo. The, shuttle the pod. They all just yeah, got horror. Uh, they just they just gooed. <laughs> yeah. They all gooed. Yeah. Um another one was um uh, like these these insects that would just cocoon you yeah, wherever no. you went. And they were like out in the woods and they were in this Jeep and they're like, Yeah, we got all our vents covered oh, and shit. Yeah. Except they didn't have like the air vent colored. Yeah. So like the they came into the, the fucking Jeep and just got them and shit. No. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nightmares. Yes, sir. That is yes. That's nightmares. Yeah. So it's just sure. nightmares when you're like five watching this shit you know oh, um and then so mo- <laughs> movie wise um from dusk till dawn was i, I want to say one of the first horror movies Fuck yeah, that i can bro. remember watching and i'm not gonna say i haven't watched other ones but that one was one that i remember specifically because my dad like close your eyes no. <laughs> for certain scenes you know <laughs> Trev, Trev, I'm formally what? inviting you because we've been teasing this. We're covering Dusk Till, till Dawn. Oh, yeah. I, w- I want to invite you to be on yeah. that episode with oh, us. Oh, I'll be on that for sure. Yes. We're all oh, yeah. going to pour tequila into Tarantino's mouth from our toes. Yes. I want to, yes. I will sip the nectar from High X Feet. And I just saw her in um the new Black, Black Mirror? Mirror season. Yes. Yeah. She did so good. Dude. I mean, of course she did. <laughs> Season five is amazing. So Still haven't watched it. So I'm so I'm ready for fucking it. Hayek. <laughs> exactly. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, you're right, baby. You are. You are. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, y'all ever, y'all ever seen Amityville Karen? <laughs> no. Is this a real thing? It's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it's a I real have. thing. I've seen it. Oh. Yeah, it's dope. It's worth a watch. It's stupid as fuck, and it's and it's bad. about a Karen. Oh yeah, but it's so <laughs> it's so deliciously bad. It's Man, so that weird. that meme completely ruined a name. Like no sure. one's gonna name their kid Karen anymore. Like Who that would've... name is gonna be just nobody. Just... I have a cousin named Karen, but it's gotten because it's in Spanish, but it's oh, just yeah, really yeah. funny because we clown on her all the time. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, what? there's just certain names that get lost to history, like, you know, Adolf. Who the fuck no, would name their child Adolf? I don't know if you guys ever heard that you Young know? and May song. The what? You the know, what song? The Young and May song, or Young Ma. I don't know if it's Young and May or Young Ma, but she's, she's a rapper, and she's like... <laughs> You call it Stephanie, I call it Hephany. That shit has never, <laughs> ever, ever gone away. And listen, I actually went to go see her at this venue one time. And I swear to God, like, all my friends just formed this fucking circle when she got <laughs> to that part. Nice. And she fucking pointed. And I was like, bro, I want to die right now. <laughs> oh, shit. They called you out? They did. 
And like Becky, that poor girl. Becky's of the world. I feel oh bad for the God, Karens. Becky. I ain't gonna lie though, because they did get a bad rap. Like lately, it's bad. It's bad. You can't name your kid Karen. You can't do it. Right. Right. It's up there. It's up there with Adolf. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. What are some of what are some of everyone's favorite recent? You do, horror you're films? a monster. Because like I have to I have to jump in with that. Okay. Recent horror films? Mm-hmm. Um, that no, no one will agree with me that this is a horror film, but it absolutely is. Uh, Bo is afraid. It is. I haven't seen uh, it I, yet. I dude, agree I'm, with you, and um, I haven't seen it. I'm waiting yeah. for it because I'm a big Ari Aster fan. But God, yeah. damn, I don't know. I don't know yet. It's I not. Agree it's with not you. like you know the the normal kind of scary. It's not that, but it is an absolute ex- existential horror film. Right. Mm-hmm. I expect that. I expect that from him. And first off, if if Joaquin Phoenix is in anything, I'm gonna watch it. Like yep. that dude can act. Yeah, act, Joker, act, but... Joker, folly, adieu. I'm there. Him and Lady Gaga. It's a musical. Get fuck the yeah. fuck out of here, dude. I'm right there for this movie. Like I cannot <laughs> wait for Joker. Uh, Joker I can't wait for adieu. for Joker either. <laughs> it's no. It's Joker too. Jokier. Jokier. that's what he said (laughs) i'm so drunk i can't even fucking keep up it's all good boy i'm about to blast off personally hold up get my little gummies out beans while ricky's gonna blasting off what are some of your favorite recent horror watches i really liked uh god what was jordan peele's last movie nope nope Nope. nope yes i really like no nope. i know that's like super out there for a lot of people a lot of people don't like it but i movie. just i really like the whole again with the spectacle thing you know the whole idea of the spectacle how we're just so fucking drawn and how it just keeps snowballing and getting worse and worse and worse and the fact that like that was the basis of the movie you know even going to the first very beginning where the chimp is like sitting there like you know everybody's there they're overwhelming not nature because you know the chimps obviously like fuck what why and just snaps you know like why am i here and then just snaps and it's just like for the sake of entertainment we pushed the boundaries so much i mean like even these influencers now even like everything that you see on social media you know so to see that being translated just at the right off the bat right in the beginning and then just see it carry and even when it goes back to you know um the ranch owner and he's sitting there talking about like reminiscing the glory days of how he was the one that survived and he has all the memorabilia and like all the nods everything that was coming from it was just so I think well put together and like the metaphor was so beautifully painted throughout the whole movie and how it ended it was just great it was just great Mm -hmm. you know all of it I love how you feel that way about it because I had the whole like I liked (laughs) no not not I think it's a good movie I just feel like it didn't stand up next to his previous two and yeah. I kind of unfairly judged it according to that. Ricky Ricky Dunn abandoned us, so we're 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 fucking down a, a man. Uh, Ricky. He yeah. said he said BRB, so he probably went poo. Suspiria light, what you doing? 
Suspiria. Dude, that movie is so dope for real. You never the new the new one is awful, but the OG no, one no no don't listen to him. What? Don't listen to that boy. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about the 2020 Suspiria? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the old one's great. Watch that one first and then watch the one new first. one. What yep, and then watch the new one because it's a whole different thing, but it's so good. It's so good. Brother, brother, (laughs) I love you, man. You know I know you know I love you. You know I know you love what I'm do what you're doing. Um I can't talk. Oh my lords. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. (laughs) Um that shit is legit. So what are your plans? I'm curious to know what your plans are. Uh, well, the, the, like I said, the book will be released, hopefully the end of this year, there's going to be, uh, like add-ons and stuff in the, it's weird because the, it all started shortly after high school. There were these kind of ideas that I wrote down and that kind of put away and then more ideas later. And then, uh, you know, it was around a couple of years ago. I was like, I got a, I got a full story here. And there's like a lot of me in it. There's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot going on. But then once that's released, I'm going to continue releasing these fragments of, of the kind of the, the internet version of the film and, uh, and just keep going. And then eventually that will be a complete piece, you know, a few hour movie that that's kind of meant for the internet ecosphere. And then uh, I plan to seek funding and if I can, I'm just going to fund it myself and make like an actual, uh, see, this is the thing that I, that annoys me that like when you, when, when an, someone on the internet makes something, it is an actual, there's like this kind of old Hollywood lie, like that it needs to be like this legitimate thing. And so what I'm talking about is there's certain things I can't do right now, but I still have to make it. And the fragments are, are what are going to ultimately become that film for the internet ecosystem. Then, then I plan to do something th- where I, there's um, bigger things that I can implement. It, so the film is just like this bigger thing. And, it, and like I told him, it's still kind of evolving right now. Um, but I'm having fun making it. Uh, just, just being able to do a whole bunch of composition with just like a cell phone uh, your laptop and like a Panasonic camera, like, you know, just a mm-hmm. GH4. Uh, I mean, you can literally do anything. And I, and I, and I'm partial to like uh, vintage lenses. So I, I predominantly like, if there's any real scene, that's not computer generated, it's shot through like old vintage glass, uh, a lot of backlighting, like, you know, Ridley Scott's uh, original Blade mm-hmm. Runner that they covered up a lot of uh, things they couldn't do with a egregious amount of backlighting, but that was the whole aesthetic of that film. It was amazing. And, and in it, it kind of invented like this, I mean, that kind of uh, composition philosophy had been around, but uh, that became like, kind of like solidified in the public zeitgeist. But I, I love like that kind of backlit stuff. I like what, um, like with my photography, I've always wanted to make movies since I was a little kid. Uh, I'm predominantly like, uh, 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 whenever I do art, it's always in the visual realm. I've always done that. But 
when it comes to like making something uh, like w- one of the things that uh, I, I learned from a documentary on Stanley Kubrick's work was b- b- before he became a director and everybody raves about his, his compositions and his films. The, the, the cool thing about all of that was he came from a photography background. He was a prolific photographer before uh, his first film. And and then and then as time went on, that kind of composition was just ingrained in the way he told a story with moving pictures. And so like all the all the backlog, it, like I I made a whole but I mean I have an old channel where I've just made a ton of videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew that when I needed to to like figure out my aesthetic and my composition, I I was like, all right, I'll just kind of do what Stanley Kubrick did and learn through the composition of still photography and then go into to, to moving picture. And, and so that's what I'm been recently doing in the past, like one to two years, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. I just enjoy it. It's kind of like, um, uh, it's like something I look forward to in my downtime. I was like, Oh, I got to do this and uh, figure out how that scene bleeds into this one. And without giving too much away too early, you mentioned you mentioned black metal earlier um yeah and leviathan is one of my favorite one met one man black metal bands and i okay. was curious if you uh heard them like them this and that i i will look them up after this i i i haven't like, like oh we were gonna talk music too um yeah i, sure. I don't i there's a there's so much stuff people uh have have been throwing my way lately i need to i need to like have a day where i catch up but i haven't you know what's weird is all of these names of like these uh demi demons and stuff from like the lesser keys of uh um, solomon Solomon. yeah and my whole thing with the lesser keys they're they're more or less medieval fan fiction uh the the they're pretty much like yeah the the origin is right around like 15 1400 some somewhere in there and in my estimation it's like a bunch of board scribes but like hey they made some really cool concepts and Mm -hmm. um and the 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 all the different names like you've got all this that and the other um it's not necessarily from that stuff, but I've had a bunch of people messaging me asking me if I know about the demons and I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I, 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 but oh. the, the, all the biblical descriptions of Leviathan and okay, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I will say one, one thing that I can kind of say about oh, shit. Yeah. Leviathan. Don't think of Leviathan as like a, demon or an alien or um anything like that it's a it's an entity but it's more or less the expression in our dimension Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not like necessarily a thing it's more like um a function that has to be carried out and and through that function it expresses itself in our realm a certain way so it's yeah. not necessarily good or evil. It is just a thing. Oh, it's that's like even it, better. That makes it's like, it more it's cosmic. In, it's indifferent. In, in it has motivations, but it's indifferent. Uh, so that I can say that. <laughs> that's awesome. 
Yeah, that just makes it more cosmic. What? What, what did they ever uh, make? At, at uh, what was that game that they announced was coming? It's based on a World War One trench cryptid that was what? apparently. Oh. Yeah, it was apparently. Oh. Ricky's hard. Ricky's hard. Is that it? No, it's called Ad. <laughs> uh ad infinitum or something like that okay it's it's about these germans in the world war one trenches that are being stalked by this thing that keeps killing the men in it and uh it's supposed to be really good i just i speak in my language i'm gonna be looking it up yeah world war one is my bag i love trench warfare it's one of my favorite hobbies um and Yes, I, I did I, say it was a hobby. Yes. I, I, I have a friend that told like <laughs> informed me of the trench raiders, those dudes that would like tape up and have all they would have like brass knuckles and knives and they would tape their entire body up full of like different oh. types of fabric. And they would and their one thing that they did was to just jump into trench and take out as many guys as possible. They'd get yeah. all messed up, but that is like the epitome of badass <laughs> so dude sweet. trench warfare yeah, is just like really the trench warfare is just the the most cosmic type of warfare dude like it's just brutal yeah. unforgiving everyone loses all the time like it's it's the worst and that's why it's my favorite <laughs> and you can't see your environment you're you can't you can very rarely put poke your head above so you're like you're like uh tunnel visioned and have like no peripheral so it Everyone, adds to like the right. worst like everyone's element. isolated and <laughs> yeah. starving and standing in their own waist and just like it's the worst <laughs> struggling to survive and it's the worst and that's why it's my favorite my oh, favorite man. type of war yeah, I, I know there's not enough like World War One stuff, like movies, right, games. That the more I am informed of how crazy that thing was, the more <laughs> I want to like see more of content on it. For sure, for sure. I love that y'all brought it all up because it was like, God damn, hell yeah. History, yeah. <laughs> to agree with you, Amanda Lynn, history is just dope. I love and I'm really fond of wartime history, especially like world war one and napoleonic stuff but like i mean all of it all of it's rad i just love learning about all of it so hell yeah like that that's I what like made history me because i think it really shows that even with all the conspiracies and and present day everything is possible because like a lot of those wars were so fucking brutal and so inhumane and the worst of the worst of what you can imagine from people you know what i mean during those times Uh so it's like i don't know i think to me it just like shows me that like war has evolved in a different way and it's like it's not out of the realm to really consider a lot of the really fucked up things that we kind of try to hide our eyes from you know yeah yeah yeah, hundred a hundred years from now, it's not going to be a conspiracy. They're like, yeah. So th- the way they were going to cut out like a quarter of the population, they injected these people with stuff, and then they turned on the five G. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe. No. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Like that's that's listen. my whole that's my whole job. You never that's, know. <laughs> that's my job. That's Travis literally is part of it. Look, yeah, I, I just I just you. love when you talk about uh, activating the five G. Every everyone's like, oh, he's going there. <laughs> dude, that's dude. when the nanobots turn on and just my just whole eat your your butt. 
my whole you never job know, was... though. You never know. I'm just saying. Like, what I think is the scariest thought and talking about horror, I think this is, it would be really, really cool if there would be a filmmaker out there in the world that can actually put this into a physical presentation. The idea of realistically, the only thing that we know of is what we observe. That's mm-hmm. our truth. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different truth. You know what I mean? Everybody observes different yeah. things. Perspectives are always different. So if like, and that's horrifying because like, we really don't know shit if we really think about it. Us as an individuals, we know what we're told. We know yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. taught, which is essentially yeah. what we're told. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But outside yeah. of that, we don't know shit. No, we don't. I, and, 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 and look, uh, the whole, like, I, I love saying, um, uh, very, uh, uh, conspiracy theories that generate a lot of friction. It's like uh, my inner troll. But at the same time, even if you don't like buy a lot of these types of conspiracies, it, it all I have to say is, do you really think these out of touch billionaires from general wealth, <laughs> uh, like generational wealth, have your best interest at heart? Do you oh, think Pfizer, not, Moderna, Bill Gates, Fauci, do you think they care anything about you you want to talk about cosmic horror they're indifferent to you yeah that that's why i love that's why i love fucking beans over there because she's over there being like yeah we're on the we're on the same vibe yeah she's (laughs) she's on the vibe dude like i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously though because like when you start i dive into existential crisis like on a nightly basis where i just think of and and have crazy deep thoughts about like all this stuff all the time and that's the only conclusion that i end up coming up because like you're right none of those people give a shit about any of the common folk us oh, me no. you yeah. anybody no they don't give a shit so it's like we're and and i would imagine with that kind of wealth you're almost in a sense immortalized you know like yeah. you've done everything you've experienced everything so you just keep trying to buy it thrills to fill what i would yeah. assume would be a very empty life they're bored as hell like why wouldn't oh, yeah. they oh they yeah. experience well, all these amazing luxuries and joys what well, else is there to look forward to i mean mm. well look at uh bill gates's family look at klaus schwab the world he- economic forum the uh build you will own group, nothing all of these... and you will be happy yeah we're gonna eat bugs all these all this stuff they've been saying for decades that we have to reduce the world's right. population we mm-hmm. have to reduce the world's population. What the unknown benefactor that built the Georgia Guidestones, the 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 one of those upside down Ten Commandments of the Georgia Guidestones put in like five different languages is reduce the world's population to 20. It was either 20 or 40. But still, what about the other billions of people? Right. Like, like, who's right. the 20 billion? Who's going to be right? Left? right they've been saying it over and over and over but the moment and it's not that i'm just like this is what i'm saying is real it's all i'm saying is the moment you start saying well like these people have been saying this forever and and then all of a sudden people are just dropping dead the amount of people that i I know in my in my circles people are getting strokes and blood clots and heart issues that are completely healthy people just they're just dropping and Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, I'm. I don't know about you, but I, I held strong. I'm not. I'm not getting no, some mRNA technology yeah, nope, nope. that they that they kicked out the door that barely nope. got human trials. I did and, not get poked because I'm yeah, gonna tell you right now. No, nope. I've got no pokey. No pokey. 
No, not I mean, me. I, 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 I got the nanobots. I'm not gonna lie. It's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. In my defense, and not even a defense. It's just my belief how I viewed it. And do I have regrets? Maybe I don't know. Like I said, I only know what is I've observed, and I know that when I've For gotten sure. COVID, is that you know, like flu shots, they're not supposed to make you not get it. You might still get it, but like the whole point of it is to boost your immune system enough supposedly allegedly this is what they tell us like i said um to make it not as impactful and it's like i am a heavy smoker i am overweight (laughs) i have three kids and i have asthma and i shouldn't be smoking but i do (laughs) so i'm already shitting myself by smoking cigarettes if it was something that could possibly keep me even if the potential the hope is like I bought into it. I'm sheeple. That was enough for me, you know, no, because it's I, like uh, I know people no, that yeah. got it. Yeah. There's no, there's yeah. even there's though no I judgment. hold a position, there's no, no judgment. But no. I, this is one thing I'll say: the the logic train doesn't like the the narrative doesn't make sense to me. So mm-hmm. the narr- the narrative is: you get the vaccine, you get you you get immunized, and. So they take something that is akin to CRISPR technology. They're taking a plasmid, some uh, a foreign, uh, gen- like genetic code information that g- that will go in and into your cell nuclei, write a new script more or less, right. and then and then produce the antibodies that you need via the cell. So so yeah. okay 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 yeah, crispr technology is nuts man yeah CRISPR so is just insane and and this is the same way they introduced um uh arctic uh fish genetics into strawberries the reason we have strawberries now that are frost resistant is because they figured out a way to get the code uh, and they did it on mass to, and then finally found a viable candidate that that prevented that frost damage so they did they, there's there's been a bunch of different methods like the gene gun and different ways they've actually done it but so the logic that i don't understand is every virus every year mutates about two times it, mm-hmm. it evolves so the when you get a flu shot you're getting an inundated version of that virus that triggers your immune response for that season's virus but with the covid mrna technology once that new genetic information is implemented and written into the cell every time that cell divides the all the predecessors uh, or the um the ancestors of that cell will will still have that genetic information and so i'm supposed to just trust like your Ooh. dna is you I, so i'm supposed to just incorporate new genetic scripting into my essence so that my cells will permanently make a inflammatory marker for a disease for a virus that has already evolved like the 2020 virus is not there's so many new strains now you have that one injection you're getting all of this inflammatory response for that one so you you're know, permanently you know this you know this they keep yes they're keeping us on that trail they're keeping <laughs> us on that fucking thing like oh what's the new thing what's the new right. virus? what am i, I sick with curious. now dude i, I got curious it what the studies are for the growth or the rate of that the virus mutated to where it's at now like i would want to see what the correlation between that 
and individuals are like because here's my thing this is something that I've been thinking about for a while I think I find it a little suspicious because like you said usually it's every two years so I find it a little suspicious that you know it's mutated so much over the last like since it came out 2020 2019 really mm -hmm. because that's where it really started um it's we're we're how far down the list now we've had how many variations? delta omicron and then a whole yeah, bunch of others you know yeah. i'm wondering if the vaccine you know maybe expectedly maybe unexpectedly sped up and accelerated the mutation process and that's how we ended up with so many strains I, so i'd I, really I, like to see if they have like studies on that because you know it is odd yes it's a new virus yes it's going to mutate but it's like is the did it accelerate any more than it would have had this been like a herd immunity type situation? I think, think of all of the people we lost due to mental health, alcoholism, all of these things. They, were, they shut down the gyms and left McDonald's and the liquor stores open during the yeah. shutdown. Yeah. How backwards is it? No, you can't go to a beach. No, you can't do this. No, you can't go to the gym. But you can drink and you can eat McDonald's. And, your corporate and, overlords can definitely yeah. reap the benefits of your fucking isolation. Yeah, the amount sure. of people that lost their homes, their apartments, uh, the inflow. Do you not think that there's the, the the there's a correlation between the huge influx of homeless now versus four years ago? Like it is, it has quadrupled, and and everyone is hooked on opioids. That the that Pfizer was caught red-handed. Um, uh, uh, instigating doctors to get them their their patients hooked and then I, oh oh and then I they settled this. they got a slap on the wrist <laughs> and they settled out of court and then and then we're supposed to go oh yeah those same people have our best interest in mind to develop a vaccine right. that the nih said they weren't funding with american taxpayer dollars in wuhan while they were monkeying around with viral loads from bats making bioweapons which obama went there and said shut the thing down to Fauci he did not he wrapped but up everything and then they kept Obama. making it you're <laughs> right, Obama right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but but they wrapped they wrapped everything up and acted like they weren't doing it but all the time they were still making bioweapons so then their bioweapon that they created leaks and then they're like oh what do we do don't let a good crisis go to waste let's make a vaccine the government then makes a blank check to all of these pharmaceutical companies and all the hospitals to instigate well we spent all this money on this vaccine we shoved out the door so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to you know validate it somewhere and so all of a sudden you got covid passports and all this stuff and i'm glad that it really crashed and burned here in the states but you look at places <laughs> yeah. like australia they're having like their identity put on the the like the whole hope of the blockchain was decentralized currency but then there uh, then the the powers that be centralize and use the same technology to put all your information in one place and and now you have like the girl uh, that's from um australia sporting around the chip that was implanted saying my, all my, my covid passport my medical history my uh birth every record and my paying of of stuff goods and services you scan it's directly linked to my bank account all right 
like you want to go down the rabbit hole in revelations what is the one thing the mark that everybody gets that that <laughs> if if you refuse the mark they shut you down in your ability to uh this participate is... in the economy and it also goes to say there's nowhere you can run because if the entire global system adopts this satellites there's nowhere you can go and you aren't plugged into the economy and you're just a homeless vagabond this it's crazy this, this is what fucks me up about the whole like religious side of this yeah and and i'll table this at this point because i am drunk y'all drunk <laughs> babe we see you i know i know oh, no, he's nothing. holding strong like he, he, you oh, got some good like booze genes you're you, you're not only listening but you're following up very coherently but you're like wait, wait a <laughs> i, w- I want to follow this up with like Okay, so whenever we see all of this happening, and it is biblically related, let's Mm -hmm. say you're not a Christian like me, like me, right? I'm not a Christian. I'm not a and Rickles, not a Christian, not a follower. Don't believe in Jesus as in he's my savior. Blah blah blah. But let's say you can let your mind go there. You can you can look at the correlations, and you can see how much this actually does tie into revelations yeah it's really creepy (laughs) it's really creepy with an open mind when you're not even christian and you see it and you're like you hear the comparisons and you see it and you're like whoa it sounds like it sounds like ritual here's my twist on that okay so going back to the idea of psyops I kind of feel like, you know, just like the vaccine, how it preyed on a lot of our fears and, you know, just the fear of passing away and not when you want to, you know, not that we ever really know when that's (laughs) going to be, but like, what if it tying and being so parallel to, you know, biblical prophecies is part of the deal, you know, what's the easiest way to manipulate people and thinking that something massive is going when everybody for the most part not everybody but more people are religious than they're not you know what i mean so it's like looping in and taking that like religion and throwing it into the mix and making things line up purposefully they did that in vietnam the cia did that they they uh they knew a certain region and their particular spiritual beliefs and they put they strung up speakers and had people go into the jungle to mimic like the ghosts and lore of that Mm -hmm. place and and then they uh they seeded they seeded the the clouds uh for it to rain and they have a particular superstition about the rain in the region that they were trying to to clean up and uh none of the people would come out during the rain and that's when they would do their heaviest bombings (laughs) god damn See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, what if, you know, the mark of the beast and everything like that is playing on those biblical fears, you know, like purposefully part of the psyop. Yeah, it's because to me, it sounds like ritual. It sounds Mm -hmm. like the people making the decisions were like, hey, look, look, this is almost like a like a like a instruction, like our instruction book. Like, this is what we do. Right. 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 We make this the reality that that we're you know this is the reality we're going to force on them 
so yeah for sure oh, i think man. these group of, this is like the only <laughs> this is me being kind of like a seeing different sides but not like the only praise i guess i can offer like a group of people like this is that the amount of emotional intelligence that they have to possess to be able to dig into so many fears and strategically plan things to where you know they're not just affecting you know a little group they're affecting people in masses mm -hmm. is insanity and i think that that's like the only good takeaway is like it would be curious to pick their brain and yeah. you know see how they really think about how it. I mean, well the catholic this? church has been doing it for centuries mm -hmm. i mean when for it comes sure. to when it comes Religion to emotional in general, man yeah, well, when it comes general. to emotional manipulation of someone's <clears throat> deep held faith beliefs, they're like the most guilty that I mean, mm -hmm. the, the back in the day when they would when they would nail those uh, boxes on the trees where they don't do it anymore, obviously, but uh, during on the heavy trails between towns, it was this place where peasants could put their money. First off, they made sure that all the, 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 that no one could read the Bible. And so they put right. it all in Latin because so, nobody could barely read and let alone Latin. And to put the icing on the cake, they would chain the Bibles to the, the, the churches so that only the priests could read it. So then they would also, uh, put up the boxes and be like, well, if you pay the church, like, you know, a small one-time fee, we'll get your, we'll get your uh, loved one out of purgatory <laughs> and, up, you know, up the range. Yeah, yeah. And they did that. And it was yeah, disgusting. Bro. For They'll, sure. They, they fucking... They've like the situation we're in, I feel like is the same situation we've always been in, man. Like, yeah, the, just the, the titles, the titles are changed. We don't have Kings or emperors. Yeah. We, we got fucking you know ceos and yep. rothschilds and all that you know dude that's oh, man. that's a fair assessment <laughs> i would say that's a fair assessment like yeah. as much as like we shy away like again on this this show like from from conspiracy thoughts not tonight and, we don't well no not tonight but norm <laughs> normally normally i don't do it because i know it drags everyone down um but but I'm happy that we got to do it tonight. It's still going to be a banger of an episode, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh people, people love this stuff. People love it when you just, just. Uh, I mean, these these are things people are thinking about, and 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 there's a culture that kind of um, uh, makes you feel like you've got to like uh, rein that in. And I don't know. I it seems like people are more interested in this stuff. And it's not, but the other thing is none of us are coming from like a place, like we don't have an agenda where no. each person has related their experience and ranted a little bit. I'm, I'm most guilty of the rants, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's all it is. It's, it's just like free discourse. I feel the same way. Like I, I don't have an agenda yeah. that I want to like. Because I don't have any motherfucking answers. That's for goddamn no, sure. No, <laughs> me <neither. laughs> yeah. Just pure speculation. <laughs> I'm speculating. I feel like we could live on a flat Earth. We could live on a globe Earth. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where I'm at. I, I don't have an agenda. agenda outside of crowdsourcing some funds. <laughs> for uh for us all to go to antarctica yeah and film it yeah yeah no one's been no one's been there i want to do that you know yes. you know you know what's really weird about antarctica? antarctica the the pope john Kerry, 
and and a few <laughs> others <laughs> have visited it around the same time it was like 2015 or 16 the pope john Kerry. Oh, what so you have uh well he was um he was secretary of state at the time i believe when he visited i may be wrong about that um and then the and then the pope uh went now the interest and and what's really interesting is fresh out of world war ii th- th- where everyone is disagreeing and fighting with one another fresh out the gates they all get together and the first course of business is to uh is yep. to proclaim Antarctica, no country can touch it, and we have right. this accord. We all plan when we go down there. We only send our scientists. And right. the, the the other really weird thing is that's related to Antarctica is all of the speculation that the Nazis were doing down there. And right. so it's like, what was was there? You it's know, was Gogekli Tempe intentionally buried because the ancients knew that the uh, that the uh, torrid meteor stream, it, like clockwork, wipes out human civilization, or at least our our not all of us, just enough of our technology. So once that's that slate's clean. Um, you know, Gogebli Tempe was intentionally buried 12,000 years ago. And, and, and then, uh, and then there's all these tunnels all over and different continents where, where thousands of people could have lived. What did they know? And why do we have all these there? The nightclub audience is not ready for this, dude. They're not, (laughs) I'm being serious because we, we, I, I, I'm with you on all of all of this. Like, trust me, I'm, I'm right there. But our audience is not yet privy to all of this good stuff. But it's good stuff. And that's why I want to steer everyone towards Seth, your podcast, (laughs) doing the goddamn thing. I really want to be on an episode and talk all this. I really want to talk all the old world because I love this shit. And I'm not an expert. I promise. I won't bring nothing new, but I would love to talk. Yeah. Um, the whole Antarctic thing, if you look at some of the Leviathan fragments, especially the one um, where it uh, it starts off um, for millennia, man has blah, blah, blah. And there, it, I basically made a, a, a mockumentary in the Leviathan universe, and it goes down the rabbit hole of Antarctica. Because my whole interest is whether or not any of this is true, mm-hmm. man, is it good yeah. fuel for writing? It's just juicy. Yeah. It's just yeah. juicy, bro. Yeah. The, Nazis, the Nazis were down yeah. there trying to wake up Yogg-Sothoth, bro. Like, boom. Yes. There's, there's yeah. a story right there, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just juicy. Yeah, you dragon put a lot alien to mummies. It. Yep. Right. You I could love just it. put a lot to it. You know? ah, love I it. love the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace the crazy people in your life. Let them know you love them. Hug them tight. Because you never know when they'll all be on a podcast together. And sit, maybe say some stuff that could scare you or embarrass you. <laughs> True. Well, uh, uh, this is Seth. And I just want to, again, thank you all for having me on your show. I love the energy. Every Everyone's got like uh, their own personality. And it, it melds very well. I, I'll be... Uh, I'll be a listener now, so but I hope Ooh. you guys enjoyed. Everybody keep beat bopping around. Yeah! <laughs> beat bopping? I'm beat bopping. Just be beat bopping around. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Stay spooky and keep beat bopping. <laughs> <laughs>